0: Hello, and welcome to Wagon Wheel Coffee Table. It's a film podcast. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Wagon Wheel Coffee Table podcast. I'm your host, Ellis. Um, it's been a while since I've recorded one of these. I think it's, it's it might be a month by the time this one comes out. Um, in between this and the last episode, um, basically, I just I think I spoke about it in the last episode. I went on basically went on holiday to Poland, which was really good. Um, I've been there before, but it's really good to kind of go where you know the your partner is from and and experience where they're from and yeah. So that's where I kind of I spent a couple of weeks in Poland kind of chilled out and took a break from you know work and podcasts and even though I'm not like a podcaster it's it was quite good to just kind of take a little bit of a break and just kind of find the hunger for it again this is making me sound like I've been doing this for years and I've, I'm burnt out but sometimes I think or thinking about doing the podcast I get um, a little bit tired like oh, I've gotta watch a film in order to do the podcast, I just can't be bothered to watch a film right now. So I get kind of that, like that after a while if I'm doing like consecutive episodes that are watching films. But it's it's been a while now, and I'm looking forward to. It. I've got a few ideas of what I want to do in the next few episodes. In this one, we're going to be um, reading some bad or low reviews for some like objectively good films. Obviously, no film is objectively good, but you know films that are regarded as masterpieces or really good films, we're going to be reading some bad reviews for them. But before we get into that, um, I'll, I guess I'll chat a little bit about films I've been watching recently. Um, it is currently about 30 degrees. Um, it's 9pm, it's and let me just check how hot it is right now. It is 9pm, it's only 20 degrees. Oh my god, it feels so much hotter than 20 degrees right now. It's so hot, but I think it's just really humid at the minute. It's not necessarily that hot but it feels really like sticky and disgusting and I've had to turn the fan off to record this obviously because the sound, um, I can't remember the sound playing in the background, just this background sound of a fan so I had to turn that off for the recording so I'm going to get very sweaty um, recording this episode so if you want to picture that while you're listening to this uh, I can't stop you. Anyway, um, films I've seen recently... Um, let's have a look. Let's go in the old letterbox. Um, actually, I watched. Um, oh my god! It's been so long since I've recorded an episode. I've watched quite a few films since then. So me and my girlfriend actually watched a few Disney films, like classic Disney films, um, while we were in Poland. So we watched Lilo and Stitch, Mulan, and Tangled. Just picked, picking them at random, ones that. I think my girlfriend had watched all three of them, but couldn't really remember them because they were from when they were a kid, and I hadn't seen any of those. Um, Lido, and Stitch* I really liked. Mulan, I also really liked. Tangled, I didn't like as much as the other two, but it was still a really good film. Um, I can definitely see why it's so popular. Um, and during that time, I watched Across the Spider-Verse. Obviously, that came out since the last one. Um, but I've watched that twice, actually. Um, and I did really like it. I don't think I like it as much as a lot of people do. Um... The first time I watched it I wasn't really in the right headspace and there was people around me that were like on their phones and like they cinema like we were right in front of the door to like the outside um because the door to the the foyer and all that was at the back of the screen and we were right at the back of the screen so every time someone like opened the door to go to the toilet they just like light would flood the the whole auditorium so that was kind of annoying but So I wasn't really, I wasn't, I was kind of getting annoyed while I was watching it. So we kind of ruined it a little bit. So I watched it again and I liked it much better the second time, but I still didn't love it. Um, I can't really put my finger on it. Why I kind of, what I was thinking about was I was comparing it to Godfather part two, um, where Godfather felt really fresh, felt really, um, important and new and, um, kind of like a pillar, like it felt, it felt like a pillar of cinema or like something that would change cinema. And that's what Into the Spider-Verse felt like. And it's no fault of across the Spider-Verse, but it's it's like a similar art style and stuff like that. And Godfather Part 2 and Across the Spider-Verse kind of took what the Part 1 did and elevated it and was more ambitious and more beautiful and more impressive. But be, but the freshness and the uniqueness and the kind of the experience of watching the first one Makes me like it a little bit more. Like watching that first one in the cinema the first time, it everything just felt so new. Everything felt like it felt like something I'd never seen before. So that adds a little bit of something for me for inside, and uh, into the Spider Verse, so rather than across. So it's the same with the Godfather Part One and Part Two. Like watching Part One it was like, oh my God, this is so impressive. Part Two was like, oh, I, I appreciate this a lot more, but I don't. I'm not enjoying it as much. Anyway. Um, what else did I watch? I kind of I was trying to get into like alien invasion movies. I was going to do an episode on alien alien invasion films, but I only ended up watching one. I watched I guess two actually. I guess because I watched Asteroid City, but um, I watched Signs um, during the during my little break. I really, really enjoyed it. It was like really, really well. It's my first M Night Shyamalan film, I think. And it's shot beautifully. I really enjoyed it. I think the music's really good. The performance really good. Obviously, What's-His-Face isn't a great bloke. Um, what's his name? Mel Gibson isn't a great bloke. But I really enjoyed the film. It was very... It's a really interesting choice to have a film about an alien invasion. But the actual invasion part, they sleep through. Because the film isn't about the alien invasion. It's about the family. I think that's a really interesting choice to have kind of what the what classically is the most interesting part of an alien invasion film to not be shown and to just have the beforehand and the aftermath. I think that's a really interesting choice and I appreciated that a lot. And I think a lot of people would probably not like that because if you're building up towards aliens and them coming to Earth, you kind of want to see it. But I didn't really get that for the film because it was so well put together that I didn't really care. And yesterday, obviously... I'm recording this, but yesterday I watched Asteroid City, so it's currently the opening opening weekend of Asteroid City, I watched it yesterday, obviously it's the new Wes Anderson film, yeah life is good when a new Wes Anderson film comes out, I really really enjoyed it, no one I went to the cinema with enjoyed it, the reactions were, one, the setting reminded me of Cars, the Pixar film, someone said that, someone else said that, just plain up asked me what, what, what was the point, what does it mean, and the other person said um i really appreciated it but i just didn't connect with the characters as with a lot of wes anderson films i I was not i was not really emotionally invested and they needed they kind of need that in order to enjoy a film and all those points are kind of really valid and i see them obviously the the cars one is just a joke about the location but the point about like what's the meaning of it like that's a very valid point to have about a film when you finish it but i didn't know and i still enjoyed it kind of thought about it and since then but still and the, the thing about like not not being able to connect with characters that's something i've had an issue with wes anderson films obviously we did a um tier list uh the first episode actually of this podcast we did a tier list which i regret because i had a lot of bad decisions but of so an issue I've had with some of his films is that you don't really get a chance to connect with the characters. For example, The French Dispatch, his last one, you can't really connect with anyone. It's quite um, in, impenetrable. Um, whereas films like The Darjeeling Limited, you really get to connect with them. And I really, really like that one. Um, and then other ones, like Grand Budapest, you get to connect with a little bit, but it's so impressive that you're kind of enjoying it for the ride same with like Fantastic Mr. Fox and all those kinds of things, um, but this one, I was just so impressed by it, and I was actually quite um, emotionally invested. There's a really beautiful scene with Margot Robbie. Um, a lot of the, so but, but, I'm not going to spoil it, although I kind of already have talking earlier about when I was talking about Signs, but the the film. The asteroid city part of the film that a lot of the trailers are about—that is a film reconstruction, it, or it's—it's—it's it's, a—it that is a play that's happening in like the nineteen seventies or something, and or nineteen fifties actually. But so sometimes partway through the colour film that you're seeing in Asteroid City with the the main plot, they cut to the actors who are in that film coming off stage and going what's it really about what am I doing here am I doing a good job and it felt like a lot of I was really impressed by that and it took me a second to kind of get used to it because at some point like the first time it does did it I was like oh okay I'm trying to get my head around this he's an actor who's because there's a scene between Jason Schwartzman and Edward Norton and that took me a while to kind of get my head around okay so he's auditioning for this role um that we that we've already seen, so we've already seen him in the role, and he's auditioning to it. But I really liked it because in these scenes, they talk about future scenes that we haven't seen yet. Like there's a reference to a character getting hurt, so I was remembering that. Okay, that character is going to get hurt in some way. I just really liked this kind of like self-criticism, meta way of storytelling. Sometimes meta storytelling can get annoying, you know, like with Rick and Morty. Sometimes it gets quite annoying, or I don't know, Very various amounts of media that h- rely heavily on meta, like Deadpool. Um, it can be quite annoying sometimes, or quite, um, look at me, how smart I am, or look at me, I'm deconstructing the medium, look at me. And I think some people probably think that about this film, but I was just really enjoying it, because it seems like Wes was, qu- was quite... Um, he was criticising himself. He was criticising the people who criticise his films. Um, he was also analysing, you know... There's a scene where the actor playing Jason... No, sorry, Jason Swartzman. I'll just say Jason Swartzman because it's confusing because it's like a, a TV show. It's, it's, it's a play within a TV show or something like that. It's very confusing. But Jason Swartzman's character as an actor, he's asking the director what's what's am I what's this about I think he says or like what's the meaning of this is there a point to this and the director played by Adrian Brody says it doesn't matter just do it just be part of it and I really really liked that kind of self-analytical thing that Wes is doing of his films like maybe people are I don't know, maybe a criticism is that they don't really know what the point of, this, of these films are or maybe the actors because li- I've listened to lots of interviews today with the actors and oh, what's his face? I can't remember his name. Something Wright. I can't remember his first name. Um, but he plays the general in this film. Jeffrey Wright. Uh, he was saying that he didn't really get it. He wasn't really getting the film when he was reading the script. And then he got to the line about you know this guy not getting was like, oh, I'm just meant to do it. I'm not meant to fully get this. I'm just meant to commit myself to the art, do it, say my lines, be present. Obviously, I've got this beautiful set around me, so I can, I can be in the moment. I just meant to do it, uh, and the product will be the product because I trust wears and all these things. And I just think it's very meta bit in quite a beautiful way, analyzing his own films and theater and all that kind of stuff and. I was really impressed by it. And then it has the beautiful comedy and lightheartedness and whimsy of a Wes Anderson film. Because after watching The French Dispatch, I was quite worried about where we were heading. I thought, okay, has he gone a little bit too far off his own ass here? Because I watched Tenet and French Dispatch come out the same year, I think. And both of them felt very, look how smart I am. And I was worried that this might be quite similar. And I think a lot of people have... That issue with this film from what I can tell looking at reviews and stuff. I mean it's widely liked I think this film but a few people have issues with it especially the people I watched it with as well but it didn't feel impenetrable to me it felt I was it felt endearing it had heart to it it was really funny um obviously the cast is incredible but you don't really you do notice it and I that doesn't really hurt the film. Sometimes that hurts when you're like, oh, here's Willem Dafoe. But here it was like, oh, that's Willem Dafoe. Great, I get to watch Willem Dafoe for five minutes. You know, that kind of thing. Um, The ending, I'm not sure about. I'm not going to talk about the ending, but I kind of have talked about plot points with this review. But the ending is um, quite, not sudden, but it's, it's a bit different to the rest of the film. And I didn't quite understand it. The bit leading up to the ending, I really was on board, was like, oh, so we're not going to see that, and it's it's characters talking about the ending rather than they've actually seen the ending. You know what, this is all spoilers, like, it's really bad of me, but who cares. Um, and then something happens that kind of ends the film before the epilogue. And I didn't really get that. Um, there's some theories that I've seen, being about grief and all that sort of stuff, but I don't really see that completely, but maybe there's some truth to it so the ending kind of i'm not sure um the rest of the film was really impressive and the added like sprinkle of extraterrestrial and um that sort of stuff was just made me love it even more because i love that sort of stuff and i was kind of getting into a bit of um alien invasion films with watching signs and putting together like a list of alien invasion films i haven't seen and ones i've seen because i was going to do an episode about it and maybe i still will i kind of believe in aliens obviously it's it feels quite hypocritical of me to say i believe in aliens when i don't believe in god or things like this but i kind of do have faith in in quotation marks that there are aliens out there because it just seems unfathomable that there isn't something out there So I love films where there's some supernatural element. Yeah, I just, I really liked that it was all these different things. It was about storytelling, it was about theatre, it was about aliens, it was about science, and it was also really funny. It's about grief. All these different things. Obviously, lots of films do lots of things, but I just really enjoyed this one, and it's one of my favourite Wes Anderson films, I think. I need, obviously, it doesn't really matter, but I like putting things in order, as you'll probably tell from the next few episodes i, I want to do lists and rankings and all that kind of stuff i enjoy doing that and with films and directors filmography and all that stuff um so it was th- i'm thinking about where would i rank this with was other when da- was anderson films it's definitely up there it's up there with dodging limited life aquatic fantastic mr fox grand budapest hotel it's up there with those films so yeah i, I wasn't Disappointed. I was fearful that I'd be disappointed because the French Dispatch, well, whilst I loved it, it was a bit impenetrable and a bit intimidating. Whereas this didn't feel like that at all. Didn't feel like that at all. A lot of people have. I was listening to the Mark Kermode review of it, and he was saying that it's the most Wes Anderson film ever, and I didn't really. Although it is. It was kind of in a not an annoying way. He was saying it was Wes Anderson in an annoying way, but I think it's the opposite. I felt The Dispatch, French Dispatch, was kind of anno- annoying in a Wes Anderson way, or was Wes Anderson in an annoying way, but this one didn't really feel like that to me. Um, so I'm, I'm glad, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I think that's all I really wanted to talk about. I'm sweating so much, so... Let's get into the main chunk of this episode. So basically, I spent today finding some reviews of good films. I basically went to Letterboxd and went to highest-reviewed films, but then went to reviews and went to lowest scores, and just kind of went through them, found some ones that I wanted to talk about. I can't really remember any of them, to be honest, so we're quite um, improvised. Maybe I'll roast some people's profiles that their reviews annoy me, but we'll see. See how it goes. So, the first one we have is a review of Parasite. I'm not going to say who's reviewed this, but most of them are half-star reviews, so this one's half-star for Parasite. And obviously there's a lot of like um, joking on Letterboxd, like a lot of people pretend to dislike a film or write bad re- bad reviews for, for banter or whatever, so a lot of these might just be fake, and there is ones that I clicked on and I was like, oh, that's a really weird review for this, and then realised, oh, it's probably banter, but okay, so anyway. One of the most overrated movies of all time. Kind of tired of a movie plot on how the rich get away with shit the poor can't. Tried completed this movie several times, but but always put this papa bear straight to sleep. Oh, that's why I saved it. Because at the minute, it's like, yeah, sure, it's a weird opinion about the rich and the poor, but then he says papa bear. So I was like, okay, this is a particular kind of person. Uh, And let's, I'm going to go find this person's profile. So this guy's profile picture, okay. Okay maybe this is a piss take then because his it's not his profile picture isn't a bear but it's something similar. Um, so his favorites are Kill Bill, Training Day, A Star is Born and Superbad. I haven't seen Training Day or A Star is Born but this is pretty basic. Um Superbad it's it's definitely a generational thing so I know how old this person is straight away. Um, just watched Elf and give it half a star. I appreciate that I respect that. Um Kill Bill is a favorite, it's not my favorite qu- Tarantino, but obviously I can appreciate that someone would, someone would like that film. Training Day, I haven't seen, but you know, it's it's a Denzel film. It's pretty highly rated, but uh, I don't know. And The Star Is Born, that seems like you're trying to impress someone with that, but maybe you like it. I don't know. Have it cured lots of hangovers apparently for, for them. Um, so I, I don't mind his. Fa- I can't really roast his favorites. I just saw. I didn't look at his profile, and I saw he said, put this Papa Bear straight to sleep, and I was like, okay, this guy is interesting. Let's see, what what's, what's his, what else has he written? Um, what else has he reviewed? Honestly, I kind of agree with a lot of these reviews, to be honest. So, maybe I can't roast him as much as I wanted to, because Papa Bear really annoyed me. Honestly, I kind of, I'm turning on this profile, there's a review of Wolf of Wall Street, where he's like, people idolize this for the wrong reasons. I'm like, yeah, totally. I'd like to see your review of Fight Club because this, that's exa- my opinion on that. Wow. Okay. I take it back, this person. I take it back. It's a weird review. Parasite's an excellent film, so you're wrong. Clearly, it's one of the best films ever made. I, re- I, kinda, I like the rest of your profile. um, But don't ever say Papa Bear ever again. Okay, next one is Parasite again. Usually, there's only one per film, but I did two for Parasite. Oh, this one just kind of annoyed me i don't really want to give an opinion on this so much but it replaced the cast with white people and it's a straight to dvd b movie trash basura garbage oh god let's look at this guy's profile actually because he's an idiot clearly um but let's let's see if he's an idiot in his film okay so we've got our classic film bro here um obviously there's nothing wrong with liking the films that he has here but you know um, so his favourites are The Prestige, Inception, The Dark Knight, and Mission Impossible 3. I'd just say watch some more films. Watch some more films, this guy. Watch some more films. Watch some... I hate to say it, watch some more Asian films, my dude. Because, you know, Parasite isn't that bad. Um, And, you know, obviously The Prestige, Inception, Dark Knight are all great films. All really, really, really good films. I recently bought the album of Hans Zimmer, so a lot of his stuff is on there. I really, really like it. But, you know... I know exactly who you are. You rated Elemental five stars. I haven't seen Elemental, but... You rated... Okay. You rated Speed Racer half a star. Let's move on. Let's move on. I'm tired of this now. You rated Speed Speed Racer half a star. Right, next one. So this is for The Shawshank Redemption. A film that I like. I don't think it's the greatest of all time, but it's a film I like, um, and a lot of people like. So, half a star. Most bullshit-ass movie... The so-called plot twist was embarrassing to watch. Incorrect. For one of the most well-liked films, the acting was criminally, criminally subpar. Whoa, that's just incorrect, really, isn't it? The characters are flat and boring. Also incorrect. This honestly feels like it was written with children in mind. <sighs> How? Which, to be honest, is insulting to children. I'd rather be reincarnated as a fly than have to listen to someone talk about this garbage again. Oh, Jeff Goldblum wrote this. Okay. Okay. Let's search this person's profile because, I mean, I haven't seen Shawshank Redemption in a long time, but I don't remember any of those things about it. The acting is very good, the plot test I can remember is pretty good. And yeah, oh, this, okay, maybe this is bait because it's the only film they've reviewed. But maybe they're just new to the app actually because it's quite recent. Maybe they're new to the app. Their favourites are And Then We Dance, which I don't know actually. Hmm, looks good. Okay, I'm gonna actually gonna add that to my watch list because I don't know. it. Lehane, Whisper of the Heart, and Train Spotting—pretty good films, actually. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't hate on it. Um, oh, they have a, a list of their favorites as well. Oh wow, there's some good films in here actually. A lot of kind of suspect Disney films, but pretty good films in their favorites. Banshees of Inisherin's in there. Okay, I don't hate this person, but don't love them. Their comfort films, they've got a list of their comfort films, they're all pretty good. Um, okay, but... I was hoping I'd be able to roast some people, but so far, they've actually been okay. Whisper of the Heart's an interesting choice. It's a good film, but it wouldn't be my favourite Ghibli, or favourite animated film. I don't think it's anyone's favourite Ghibli film, but, you know, if you like it, you like it, I guess. Lahaine is very classic, obviously it's a really good film, lots of people like it, it's, I, can, I kind of respect you if you like it I guess, um, it's interesting that, you know, The Prestige, if that's your favourite film, I don't, I'm not like impressed by it, but if Lehane's in there I am, and Trainspotting, amazing film, one of your favourites, sure why not, why not, right next one, Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, Four hours, of, four hours of my life, I will never get back. Me and the little boy next to me fucking hated this movie. Oh, okay, you watched it with a little boy? I mean, I'm hoping this person was just in the cinema next to a little boy. But this, why would you be in a cinema watching Lord of the Rings? I mean, obviously it gets re-released all the time and cinema different cinemas show it different times. But this review was in 2022. Why would you be sat next to a little boy and not name them? Oh, it says watched in theatres. Okay. I get it. It's a long film. It's a very taxing film, especially if you watch The Extended Cut. It's very taxing and can be quite demoralising. But, you know, you've got to appreciate the spectacle, you know? And you've watched The Return of the King, so surely you like the other ones, maybe? I don't know if this person likes the other ones, but surely you've got to appreciate this film if you've watched the other ones. Surely. Um, Let's go to this person's account and see what their opinions are okay i found the person's profile they are a, a film um what's the word they they like films clearly i mean they're referencing link later the Fablement is in there which is kind of surprising actually i don't really i wouldn't think that that's anyone's favorite but it's it's a good film um <sighs> groundhog day They seem to quite like it. I've got nothing bad to say. Again, I was hoping I could roast some people, but I quite like this person's account. Um, I mean, they're wrong about the return of the king, obviously. Um, But I can understand... Actually, are they wrong? Are they wrong? Maybe I have similar feelings, and I'm just afraid to admit them. It's not half a star. If this this said, like, four hours out of my life, I will never get back. And it was... A three and a half star review, I'd be like, okay, I get that, but a half a stars for Return of the King. As I said before, if you've got this far, surely you appreciate it. Anyway, let's move on. This is a good fellas. Okay, objectively good film. If you don't like good fellas, it's just it's not a good look. Anyway, I'm genuinely spelt wrong, curious why people think this is a good movie. The acting is terrible. Writing is cringier than the Trolls movie. And don't get me started on the plot, please. I hate this movie with a passion. Oh my God. It's got some of the best acting I've ever seen. Incredible writing. I haven't seen the Trolls film. But I'm going to say the writing isn't as good as Goodfellas. That's what I'm going to say. And the plot is incredibly gripping for Goodfellas. They hate this movie with a passion. And he's genuinely curious why people like it. Just look at some reviews. Just read any person's list ever, and it's probably in there. Jesus. Okay, let's let's try and find let's try and find this person, see what they like, because um I'm interested to see what this person thinks is good acting. To be honest, right. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh okay. So this person's favorite films in their favorites are ones they've watched recently. And it's all Wes Anderson films. So I was like, oh, you you really are particular about the films you like. But his most recent ones are the ones in his favourites. But it looks like he's on a real Wes Anderson hit at the minute. Let's see. Let's see what, what kind of films he's been watching. He rated the Super Mario movie five stars? Okay, well, if you think that has good writing... And Goodfellas doesn't, then you're an idiot. You read Fast X, four and a half stars. Okay, you clearly don't, wanna, don't wanna know what writing is then, do you? God, sorry, I just really like Goodfellas. Um, okay, there's some, good, there's some good takes here, but a lot of it's not very good. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, well, yeah, it's just, I was just so shocked that the term acting is terrible was used for the Goodfellas. I just had to put it in here. Let's move on. This is for There Will Be Blood for my watch relatively recently. It's like if Joker was longer and didn't have a cool ending. So boring for almost three hours. Such a waste of time. Now, this this made me actually quite angry because I really turned on the Joker. I quite liked it when I first watched it, and I haven't rewatched it, but since then I've really soured on it. I think that it. It thinks it's much more important than it is and the scene with the dwarf is I found it quite insensitive and quite quite un- apparently unfunny so yeah this just and it, it just thinks it's way smarter than it is anyway so to compare there will be blood which is an incredibly written performed ink just gripping drama that doesn't have a single boring moment in it but according to this person it's boring for almost three hours i just i was so shocked that they referenced the joke and as a better film than this let's see what they're maybe it's one of their favorite films and i should just relax because they love the film maybe let's see oh dear god this person's favorites oh dear god Dark Knight Rises, Harold and Kumar, Fight Club, and Wolf of Wall Street. What did I say about Wolf of Wall Street earlier? And Fight Club. This... Honestly, I'm kind of surprised he didn't... Oh, wait, what? Oh. (laughs) I've just gone to his recently watched, and he watched There Will Be Blood Again, and rated it four and a half stars, and said, I changed my mind. Okay, that's fine. But your favourites are incredibly... Stereotypical and incredibly basic, and I don't want to hate on it, but the not night rises really. And then Fight Club and Wolf of Wall Street. I hope you like it for I hope you like them for the wrong reason for the right reason. Sorry, I hope you li- I hope you don't idolise Jordan whatever his name is in Fight Club. What's his name in Fight Club? Tyler. I hope you don't um, idolise Tyler and Jordan in those respective films. um god those favorites are perfect those favorites are perfect but at least I appreciate that you are honest and change your mind about their will be blood next for spirited away for spirited away i hate this stupid movie also half stars all of them mean half star so far but this one's also half star I hated this stupid movie it has no plot and the girl is annoying and the characters are all stupid and I hate it all of it I hate it now, we've all had a rollercoaster with Spirited Away. The first time I watched it, I didn't really get it. Pretended to like it, even. So I appreciate uh, appreciate this person's honesty. However, it does have a plot. The girl isn't annoying. And the characters, are they stupid? Mm, no. They're flawed, but they're not stupid. And it's interesting, how can you hate Spirited Away? I get it, it might have scared you as a child. I get that, because I, I was going through the reviews of the low reviews of Spirited Away, and a lot of them were just, this scared me as a child. And I get that. I get that how that would happen. But to watch it again as an adult and hate it? Come on, at least appreciate it. But hate it? That's weird. Okay, let's go to this person's profile. I feel kind of rude doing this, but it is fun. Okay. Rated Joker, one star. Okay, I'm on board. Interstellar. Les Miserables miserables. (laughs) Inside Leon Davis and their will bloods Decent favourites actually Their profile picture I mean, I don't want to give away who these people are, but their profile picture Is a real close-up of their feet, feet, that one of their foot And their big toe is looking huge So please change your profile Yeah, I actually can't unsee that now, that's disgusting Oh my god, he read Dune one star. Oh, part two, okay, you just haven't seen it. Okay, stop basing me. My god, am I sweaty now. Right, next one. Oh dear. I was surprised this had a half star review. Here we go. Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I think you can pin the turning point of this site getting ruined to when they gave this piece of shit special treatment with those five stars because all of the mentally ill power users couldn't stop coming all over themselves about it. Now, I'm not going to go into that. I think it's supposed to pretty self-explanatory why that is a stupid review. Let's just look at this guy's fucking account just in case. Um, you've literally got Before Sunset in your favourites and that's the wank- one of the wankiest films ever. And brighter summer day. I haven't seen it, but it's an excellent film. You've got some wanky films in there, and you're hating on Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Interesting. Okay, next one. Apocalypse Now. I wish I was. I wish I was ugly and miserable enough to enjoy this movie. Okay. That, this feels like a bit, bit like bait. But I feel personally attacked because I love this film. Um. But I can un- I can understand why people will be annoyed by this, to be honest, by this film. Because it's very, like, masculine and um, toxic. And I can see someone watching and thinking, I don't really get the hype. But I just thought that review was really funny. Um, I wish I was ugly and miserable enough. Their favourites? Oh, I remember now. I had a quick look at this person's favourites. And one of them is a Dragon. So I retract any bad things I've said about this person, maybe. Because that is an excellent film. And... Everyone should like How to Dream Dragon. It's one of the greatest films of all time. Moving on. Before Sunrise, it wasn't cinema at all, dude. Boring unrealistic. Could be a radio show or a boring podcast. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of agree. This Ethan Hawke's character would have the most boring podcast that's ever been released. <laughs> it would be horrifically painful. I don't think this film's boring, I don't think it's really unrealistic, but I get it that people get annoyed by this kind of thing. Um, I'll go and have a look at this person's um, account, see if they... Because if they like similar films, I'm going to call bullshit, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what comes up. This is... Okay. This is a bait. This is a bait one. This is bait. This... Everything's... Everything that they've reviewed is half a star. This is just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not engaging with this. <laughs> yeah, okay, next, next one. I'm sorry to be waiting, wasting everyone's time. Bicycle Thieves, a one-star review, so slightly more than the rest of them. I understand times are tough, but I really didn't like the father or son. I don't have a burning hatred for the film, but I just repair not to think about it ever again. How could you not like the father and son in Bicycle Thieves? Their relationship is so endearing and beautiful. Let's see what relationships you do like, huh? Let's see. Let's see what relationships you like. Huh? Little bitch? <laughs> I'm sorry, that was uncomfortable. Uncalled for. Oh, they have they, they have described in their description what everything is. So, one star that we just saw. Awful. I had to force myself to watch it. Keep this film away from me. So, that's what they thought of Bicycle deeps. Their favourites, Lord of the Ring Fellowship, Psycho, Spider-Man 2, Lion King. Ugh. Okay. Honestly, grow up. Grow up. Just grow up watching the film. Jesus. Right, next one. <laughs> God. I'm not actually serious when I get angry. Okay, this next film, Singing in the Rain. Someone doesn't like Singing in the Rain, by the way. Can you believe that? One star, I feel like a monster for not liking this. You are a monster. You are a monster for not liking this film. And I'm going to see what kind of monster you are by seeing what films you like. Oh, now this changes things. You are a bit of a monster because your favorite film is a clockwork orange. So to be honest, it makes sense that you don't like singing in the rain <laughs> because you other you've also got Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049 in there. So I completely I completely see why you hate singing in the rain. And you've also got Palm Springs in there. So I like all these films. Palm Springs is one of the best rom-coms ever. Blade Runner both playing are right? The second Blade Runner is one of my favourite films. Clockwork Orange is obviously a great film. Probably, maybe my favourite Kubrick up there with Full Metal Jacket. But yeah, if those are your favourites, I completely understand why you didn't like Singing in the Rain. (laughs) Jesus. Right, next one for Alien. One star. I need to accept that I don't like movies from before the 90s. I hate people like this. You think you're so cool, don't you? Oh, I don't like things made before the 90s. Oh, fuck off. The 80s and 70s is... Fucking the golden era of movie making. Then I guess the nineties are as well. But grow up, honestly. Watch, watch some old films. It's so important to watch older films. It just annoyed me. They're probably joking. They just annoyed me that one. Let's have a look at your, let's look at your 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 your, your, your here, You son of a bitch. Oh, interesting choice. Your name. Cool film. I didn't really get it fully, but it's a really cool film. I can see why you would like it. 10 Things I Hate About You. I guess there's probably some nostalgia there for this person. And then two films I haven't seen, The Craft and Ready or Not. And I've heard a lot of stuff about Ready or Not. A lot of people really like it, so I haven't got much to say about that. 10 Things about Hate About You, it's got to be pure nostalgia. It's got to be. And also, wait, let's see when all these films are released. Okay, 999, 10 Things About You. 996 The Craft. Okay, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna sort their films that they've seen by release date earliest. Oh my God, they've rated Jaws two and a half stars. Jesus Christ, Grease is two and a half stars. This Just this person's an idiot. They bottled rating E.T. They probably liked E.T. so much they didn't want to rate it. Oh, Breakfast Club 80s film, rated 5 stars. Well done. Princess Bride. You know what, I didn't love Princess Bride, but they've rated it really, really, 1.5 stars. That's almost the 90s, come on. What? Oh, they've rated My Neighbor Row quite low. That's just infuriating. I mean, they have rated some stuff that's really old, quite, like, 3 stars. Like, they've got a lot of old Disney films here, 3 stars, but... Everything live action here that's old or before the nineties they've rated quite low. So at least they're consistent, but I hate them. But at least they're consistent. Next, oh so this is after watching Asteroid City, obviously. So I went to Fantastic Mr. Fox. Half a stars. Half a star, sorry. Thank you, Wes Anderson, for shitting in my eyes, ears, and mouth. They're making me wash it down with extra strength bleach. This sounds like bait. So I'm gonna go to the their account and see what we've got because I I read this one I was like surely not surely Fantastic Mr Fox doesn't get this reaction from people okay they don't have any favorites interesting but the highest rated films Fight Club Baby Driver God it's a bit disappointing isn't it I mean great films but favorites really Wolf of Wall Street's up there people like Wolf of Wall Street hmm Oh, it looks like they've changed their review of Fantastic Mr. Fox to two stars, but obviously still don't really like it. How uh, can you not like Fantastic Mr. Fox? Oh, they rated green book four stars. That's all we need to see here. That's all we need to see here. Next one for the Iron Giant. An absolute goat of a film. One of the greatest ever. One and a half stars. Poor man's E.T. No, the poor, E.T. is a poor man's Iron Giant. And I will die on that hill. Let's go to this, and let's see what they rated ET, because it better be five stars. It better be five stars. Okay, they haven't got favourites. This is so annoying that they don't have favourites. They haven't even rated ET. That's not that's not good for my jokes. God, they're like Young Frankenstein, though. So I appreciate that. That's my favourite film of all time, probably. This seems like they're not a fan of not a fan of um, David Fincher, though. Truman Show, two and a half stars, my god, absolutely out of order. Akira, one star? Ugh, god, I hate you. Okay, so there's this film called Come and See, which I haven't seen, but it's meant to be one of the greatest films of all time. they rated one star. This has got to be a bait thing, man. I haven't seen it, but surely, surely, okay, next one. How many more have we got? Two more. I started doing some of my favourites, so this is for Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Half a star. Extremely overrated. Watched it on the plane, and generally rather looked out the window. And I'm afraid of heights. It was one and a half hours, and nothing was. I was one and a half hours in, and nothing was going on. Extremely confusing as well. Now, listeners at home, there's something very wrong with this person. And honestly, it's so wrong with this person. Part of me thinks it isn't true. They watched it on a plane. First of all, which airline is stupid enough to have Blade Runner 2049 as one of their options? What are we talking about here? What What's happening here? I'm usually someone who gets quite annoyed when people go, oh, it's a film you have to see in a cinema. Because maybe it's not. Some people like to watch things at home, on a sofa, in blankets. That's fine by me. If you want to watch films like that, I don't mind. But watching a Blade Runner film on a fucking airplane are you joking me no wonder you rated it half a star my god my fucking god i'm not even going to dignify this person with a response with a a deep dive into their profile right final one how to train a dragon half a star and this okay this i know why i wanted to talk about this one because i actually agree with it even though it's half a star People rave about this movie that absolutely decimated the source material. Source material. It breaks my heart that it's more popular than the original book series, despite only yeah, only keeping the names of the main characters. And I'm not exaggerating. Completely agree. I was also disappointed that they ignored the source material. All they have is the na- All they have is the names, and the rest of it's completely different. I'm not sure if I spoke about it in my How to Train Your Dragon episode, but it was quite disappointing when I first saw these films because I was a big fan of the books. But you just kind of got to put that aside for a second and think, no, this is a masterpiece of a film. This is an excellent, excellent film. And the books are excellent as well. Both things can be excellent while also being different. You can take the source material of something and make it what they think is more exciting. I think if they'd made the film that the source material is, it probably wouldn't be as exciting. Or as maybe as popular. Because the dragon in the original is a little small most common dragon in the world. So I can understand why they would change it, but I just wanted to share that one because I kind of agree actually because but I just it doesn't really affect my enjoyment of the film. Just gonna go to this guy's profile. Ah, One of their favourite films Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Okay. Okay. We probably me and this person probably get on, actually. Um, but we just fight over Hatch and your dragon, and that's okay. We'd we'd find a common ground, but we'd, you know, we'd we'd have our we'd have our struggles. This person and I, but we'd find a common ground and we'd survive and we'd have a beautiful relationship. That was a bit weird. <laughs> Let's see what. So they've got everything ever all at once: Avatar, JoJo Rabbit. I feel like you don't really like everything ever all at once, and just put it in there to be cool. But you know. It's okay. Uh, let's see what their other films that they don't like. Let's see. Oh, God, that half a star for Hatch a Dragon really pains me. Really pains me. Okay, I agree with a lot of these. A lot of these are, like, really bad superhero films. What's their highest film? Donnie Darko? Really? Okay. Okay, this guy's got a pretty similar-tasting film to me. But there's just a key, some key things I disagree with there. Wow, I've been recording for a while, actually. Okay, that was quite fun. I am I kind of wanted to roast some people a bit more, but I started to feel a little bit bad when I was doing it. So, I didn't really go as hard as I probably could or should have for entertainment purposes, but... That, that, oh, they were all on Letterboxd, by the way. Did I say that? They were all on Letterboxd. Um Follow me on Letterboxd. <laughs> lsj car follow me on our box i got some great takes absolutely impeccable taste in films as you obviously know um oh no just ls car sorry no lsj car just ls car i have an impeccable taste in film obviously and that's undisputable obviously i'm joking because i think some people probably think i'm being serious but i'm joking um follow me if you like obviously th- Episodes like this, I'm scared that people will think that I think that my taste is, you know, the be-all and end-all and the what I think is right and all these people are stupid. But at the end of the day, it's subjective. Um, if people want to rate Goodfellas half a star, they can. They're wrong. <laughs> no, they can if they want. Obviously, films are diff- for different people. But... And, but also, if you rate Portrait of a Lady on Fire half a star, then what are you playing at? Really? What? Actually, I didn't really. Const- I didn't really focus on that enough. Like, I just read the review and kind of got a bit annoyed at that. But genuinely, what the hell was that person talking about? Half a star for one of the most important films of the last couple of years? Are you joking? Oh, God, I got. Ro- God. It's got me all riled up for no reason now. Anyway, let's end the episode. Let's end the episode. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I'm not sure if these are going to return as weekly. I'm going to try and be as consistent as as possibly can. Um, But we'll see how frequent they are. But obviously, they're going to be more frequent than once a month, like it it was the last couple of times. But I really hope you enjoyed this film. What? I really hope you enjoyed this film? What am I talking about? I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. God, it's been so long since I've done one of these. And you'll hear me next week. Bye.